listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Four grand for each of us, minimum. It's free money. Kim, is there something wrong? This is a problem. I'll take care of it. What difference does it make? Buddy's worse off and he throws you his car keys. Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning. St. Trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born. Better call Saul, better call Saul. You want to tell the world you're in love with a girl named Fran? So you find an overpass and you say it with a spray paint can. Blue lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. It's a brand new episode of Better Talk Saul, Cinema Geekly's Better Call Saul podcast. It is Anthony and Glenn uh, back talking more Saul season four. Glenn, I feel like the quality of episodes continue to either maintain excellence or like they're either getting better as they're going along or they're sustaining uh, a really good quality but so as the quality either remains or exceeds viewership continues to fall for this show every week uh i know that this is probably going to be a continuing trend it's just disheartening is all it's one of those things where you just wish everybody could share in the thing that you like so much. I feel like, um, maybe I, cause I know that other countries get this on Netflix, uh, countries that don't have AMC. Um, it's, it's weirdly released there as a Netflix original. I'm wondering if it's doing much better, uh, in, in places that get it on Netflix, but it's, it's still never going to not bug me that, a show this good is being watched by so few people. Yeah, I can't remember where it was, but like I know Breaking Bad was really big in certain countries. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't uh, that watched that watched in uh, the UK because I remember watching clips of the Grant Norton show. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what, what Brian Cranston was there for. But he was like, oh, it's a show. And, like, everyone in the crowd was like, well, I've never heard of it. Yeah. And, uh, and I, Grand Orton's like, oh, it's an excellent show. But it's, <laughs> like, it's unrelatable because it's about a guy who needs money for hospital bills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so so I, I can't remember where. I mean, I know Columbia because they have that uh, Blanco, mm-hmm. which is a shot-for-shot remake of... Breaking Bad. Yes. That w- that made it on Netflix here, I think, for a while anyway. I hope so. I watched a little bit of it. It's it's amazingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we won't talk about something amazingly bad. We're going to talk about uh, Better Call Saul Season 4, Episode 3, called Something Beautiful. And here is the rundown. Uh, Jimmy meets with Mike uh, and offers him... The Hummel job. So it turns out Jimmy is going to steal 
um, at least one of these Hummel figurines, and Mike turns it down. So Jimmy enlists Ira's help. Kim returns working uh, to work with Mesa Verde, but is concerned about their planned rapid expansion. Victor and Tyrus arrange Arturo's death to make it look like a gang attack, deflecting attention from Nacho and hiding his involvement with Gus. The staged attack includes bullet wounds for Nacho, who calls uh, the cousins, uh, Lionel and Marco, uh, for aid. They succeed in getting Nacho to Dr. Caldera alive, where he saves Nacho and recommends Nacho see an actual physician to ensure that there are no future complications. The cousins alert the cartel that the attack looks like one carried out previously on one of their trucks, the one that Mike attacked uh, while hiding his identity. Concerned that their Mexican routes are vulnerable, uh, Juan Bolsa directs Gus to seek local manufacturers. Gus visits a university to check on the quality of the mess samples he gave to Gale for testing. Uh, Gale says that they're shit and that he could make better uh, product, but Gus turns down his offer. Kim tells Jimmy about the disposition of Chuck's will. She gives him a letter purportedly from Chuck, which is undated but full of praise for Jimmy. Jimmy calls it nice, but Kim is visibly upset by it. Uh, what did you think of episode three, Glenn? It wasn't as flashy. No. As last week's episode. No. But damn, was it just as good. Yep. Um, the, I mean, the whole sequence of, of that guy turning still to Hummel was the best. Because oh, it was just like one thing after another. Yeah, there were, um, I want to say, at least two really good long sequences, but both of them were very different from one another. Yes, yes they were. First, you've got the staging of Arturo's death, which is like signature Gus Fring, where every little detail has been clearly thought out and instructed to these guys to pull off, and it was awesome. Uh, And then Ira trying to steal the Hummel from the uh, what? What are the uh, the printing place? The place that's yeah. copiers or whatever. And he gets there. He he breaks in. He steals this stupid figurine, only to find out that one of the guys who works there is still there. He did something to piss off his wife, and he's sleeping at the. And he office. bought her a vacuum cleaner. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, and she interpreted said... it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just meant like... How I could I you buy it? you a gift? And I am the one who's gotta... Yeah, and she, she read it as like... Yeah, she read it as like, you gotta do the housework. So he's sleeping at the office, and Ira has basically <laughs> forced to barricade himself in there and hide from this guy who couldn't just go to sleep. He takes a drink, and then he orders a, a criminally undertopped pizza... Yeah, uh, I think he just a large plain cheese pizza uh, with with some bread. Say like hearing this guy order food uh, while he's Ira's hiding under the desk, and he's begging Jimmy to come. Jimmy eventually does have to come and sort of 
uh, set up some sort of distraction so he can spring him. And uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, all this, all the stuff with the uh, the cousins. I, I like the stuff with the cousins. Like when they showed up to uh, a, Nacho clearly calls them to tell them something horrible has happened, and they're very meticulous. Like they're not running to see if Nacho's still alive or anything. They're like looking at bullet casings on the road. They check to see if the supply is still there or if it's gone. Uh, they kind of slowly <laughs> make their way over to Nacho to see if he's still alive. Uh, but yeah, all of that stuff was great. But for me, the thing, the real thing going on here is what, Glenn, do you think is going on with Kim Wexler? Because it's not just this thing with Chuck's letter, which, if Chuck wrote it, is was clearly written during a time when they were getting along better but she seemed like really panicky even at Mesa Verde and stuff what what do you think is going on with her I think the Mesa Verde thing is just like she's overwhelmed ah she's she's the one handling I mean when he just starts we're gonna go here we're gonna go here and do this and the whole I'm like they've got models lord yeah we're expanding into the Pacific Northwest She's just overwhelmed by... I keep forgetting, like, she's their representative. But there's no team, it's just her. Yep. Yeah. I I can see how that becomes uh, overwhelming. And I think, like, hearing Chuck have his back Mm -hmm. made her think, you know... Howard and them really had her back and she threw it all away for Jimmy. Ah. And that Jimmy clearly had to have done something to to Chuck, you know? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it could just be as simple as you said that she's she's hearing this and combined with her feeling overwhelmed with the Mesa Verde thing. And that Having Jimmy, like, doesn't care. No, he's so mad at That was such a good this. scene. He's just eating his cereal. Drinking coffee. Not giving an F. No, they're like, here's the settlement thingy from the will. Um, you know, if you sign it, here's what you get if you don't contest it. He's like, all right, what do I get? And they're like, 5000 bucks. And he goes, okay, I can pay off my MasterCard. And he just goes, he signs it and goes back to his thing and she's like here's this letter from him and he's like oh let's see what the old boy has to say yeah. and uh, you know she's like I can go in the other room and he's like no 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 you, I'm sure you want to hear this too and he just very very matter of factly reads it and he's like oh there's a new paragraph here and he just reads it and Frank Chuck was a hell of a writer yeah the man can write a letter <laughs> uh, and she's yeah she's really upset uh very interesting to see the where the where the twists and turns uh, are going. You you were telling me you were happy to see Gail back, and who wouldn't be? But uh, I kind of wasn't expecting it. I kind of they sort of even tease like a a, a a more of a backstory between them because he's clearly like a university chemi- like chemist professor or something. Mm-hmm. 
And he seems very, very loyal to Gus. Like, really loyal. So I'm wondering what the backstory is. Maybe they did some of the backstory in Breaking Bad and I just don't remember. Uh, he may have, like, supported him on a grant or something. Hmm. Knowing that something like this. And, you know, again, he even says, like, I don't care. It's just that you're you're allowing me to test things, you know, without restraint. You know, he doesn't have to worry about government or anything like that. He can just yeah. make the product. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on the episode? No, I, I thought it was good. It, it, again, it wasn't like the flashy episode like no, last it's... week. There's not a ton to write home about in this. But episode. man, I mean that opening sequence with Nacho. Mm-hmm. Oof. That was like, rough. It's just... <laughs> that was yeah. rough. Like I, I I think the deal was they told him they're gonna shoot him once. Yeah. And because they're they're walking out and he's like, Alright, can I make the call? And then he turns around and they shoot him right in the side. Yeah. And they're like, sorry man, you gotta make it look real. You, uh, you might want to call now before you pass, pass out. out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there is a, a like a just crazy twist happening right now. The, I, I guess I'm just this is um, I guess I for better call Saul. This is as set up as as set up episodes go, uh, where they're kind of leaning in a direction, but uh, you know, like you noted, nothing particularly flashy about this episode. But, you know, like they, you know, like they always do, um, they are lingering on character moments, and I'm pretty excited to see what the fuck is happening with some of these people. Because right now, I'm not really sure. Um, They didn't do a lot with Mike, this episode, other than the, you know, the whole him turning down the the Hummel heist, which I guess he does not have to do. Uh, I presume he's getting paid well enough as is. Uh, but boy, I really like that. I it wasn't much of a scene, but I really enjoyed it too. Like him and Jimmy uh, at the the diner, where he's sort of giving him the the rundown. Oh, that's who Ira is. Okay, you found out who Ira is? Yes, he's the guy who owns the pest company when they're making meth in the houses. Oh, okay. That's like yeah, a crazy... Pests. That's a very deep callback, then, to break yeah. it bad. That's a... Yeah, that's a pretty deep callback. Um... Yeah, I would not have been. <laughs> Maybe there's somebody out there who's who recognized him right away. Like he's not Gale for me. Like I recognize Gale immediately. Oh yeah. Um, Ira, not so much. So that's a that's a hell of a deep cut. Yeah. I'd say. Um, well, normally we'd have more. To Essentially, talk something about. that doesn't happen until a bit later on into the yeah show. Um, normally, we'd have more to talk about, but. There isn't much more to talk about, I don't think, unless you've got, unless you can think of something else. But I can't think of anything else that really stuck out in this episode. No, it was just, it was just a good episode. It was nice, like, like a nice glass of wine, you know, went down smooth. You didn't get too much of it. No. But also, yeah, not much. Yeah. Uh, 
which is weird. I feel like I could, I watched a full 42 or whatever it was minute episode. And it went by really quick. It did. It zoomed by pretty fast, so... But I don't know if it's because there were so many long moments of no dialogue. Yeah. I mean, they do this... I mean, this is another thing you get as well. Uh, they will... They take their time uh, on, on these scenes. Uh, I mean, the whole first several minutes of the episode is... You know, it's them setting up the, um, you know, Arturo's death setup. Yeah. Is mostly, you know, just background noise while they're doing it. No dialogue. And what was crazy is I thought it was. I thought I, I, I thought the, I thought I had deja vu when they pulled out the spike strip because you don't oh, see them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? What? I've already seen Mike do this. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I thought for a minute I had watched the wrong episode. So. Yeah, me too. I was super confused. Because it was almost like shot for shot at the beginning, mm-hmm. pulling out that spike strip and everything. So, yeah, yeah. I just... Normally when you see stuff like this, that's what I think of as well. I think of Mike's doing something. But it wasn't. Yeah, yeah I don't, and that might have been a bait and switch on their part. Oh, yeah, you think Mike's up to something? Mike's not the only one who's got elaborate plans. Yeah, Mike's not up to anything in this episode, actually. He was off no, no, he just has coffee and that's it. Yep, and he went, he went home. Yeah, um, we well, go eat at that diner someday. Before we head on out, before we give scores for this week's uh, episode, I'd like to thank the good folks over at Adam Tickets for sponsoring the show. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com slash Tickets or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. Uh, Glenn, what would you give episode three? This solid but speedy and in some cases uneventful episode of Better Call Saul. Uh, four and a quarter. Yeah, I went with a hard, a nice solid four, but I didn't feel like going above that yeah i don't want to say four because it wasn't bad and it wasn't it's weird <laughs> that it's weird that fours are bad for this show yeah uh not, but it's just like i don't think we've ever gone lower so as a, no as i don't a, think we have um i mean somebody can maybe if they i can't imagine anybody wanting to go through the work of listening to the end of every uh episode of this podcast to find out but i'm pretty sure we have not gone below a four so. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, maybe I mean maybe one time, one of the first episodes, we said like three and a half, three seventy-five. Like that might be maybe one time. Yeah, and then that Mike episode happened and everything changed. So I, I it has to be one of those first three episodes. Yeah, it's the only time I can think of ever saying like ah, I just don't know. It doesn't it doesn't feel quite right. It feels like it's trying to be something that it ain't. Uh, yeah, so this was on the lower end of Better Call Saul episodes, and it was really good. Yeah, uh, is yeah. kind of how it how it goes. This is, if you were to ra- if you were to rank them in order of quality, this would be in like the 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 lower third or whatever of episodes. But it was still a good episode, uh, as they all have been, because they just know what they're doing. It's almost like the show makes itself at this point. Uh, they they just it's it's almost scientific uh, at this point with uh, with this show. So uh, you know we'll see, Glenn. Maybe uh, maybe someday we'll get a 
we'll get a really solid sub four episode of Better Call Saul, but I doubt it. Uh, I guess we'll get our opportunity next week uh, as uh, we're going to be talking about this uh, at least into October. And then, presumably, uh, the show will be done for at least another year or something along those lines. Uh, before we head off, head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Just search for Better Talk Saul. Hit subscribe. And that way you can hear us talk about Better Call Saul Season 4, Episode 4. Ironically called Talk. Stick it to the man, justice for all.